You are listening to The Things That Matter, and I am your host, Hannah Lee. Season 3, Episode 1, Using Fun Adventures to Educate. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 3. I am so excited to be back after a summer hiatus, and I hope that you are all doing very well and that you were able to incorporate as many adventures as possible into your very own homeschool summer. I have personally found that there are so many adventures and experiences that can happen to enhance the homeschool experience, especially during a summer break. Our summer was packed very full. So join me today as I share some of the ways that we used our summer to learn while still having a lot of fun. As many of you know, it is very easy to pack a homeschool schedule so full that you really forget to take a moment and just enjoy the journey. While I would like to say that we were definitely able to keep from doing that this summer, I just cannot say that because honestly, we were so busy. Once we slowed down enough to really reflect on our summer, we realized that next summer we will be more strategic. This summer, we were strategic in the sense that we did sit down and think about what types of things we wanted our children to learn from our summer adventures. And we narrowed it down to two topics. One was American history. We wanted the kids to be involved in and have experiences that would give them more knowledge of American history. The second thing was earth science. My husband and I both agreed that We're surrounded by rocks, trees, earth, you know, sky, but we really, most of the time, we just walk right past it and don't really take a moment to appreciate it the way that God intends for us to appreciate it. As a Christian, you know, we believe that the Lord made all of this and he made it for us. And so what better reason to explore it than the fact that God wants us to. He put it here for us to explore. And so we decided we wanted to have the kids to have some adventures this summer that would really highlight earth science and the fact that it's here and we're in it and it's amazing and that God put it there. And so those were the two areas that we really honed in on were American history and earth science. Beyond that, we really weren't very strategic as far as, okay, where are we going to go? How many places can we actually fit in? And, you know, will we do a questionnaire with the kids so that they can answer questions? Will we, what what will we do with this knowledge? So we, we really, we just said, okay, American history and earth science, and then, okay, where can we go? And so that was as far as we went with our strategy, which 
led us to have some very fun adventures. I will say that we had some very fun adventures and we did have some very educational moments. But the most important thing I think for us was that we also built some memories together that obviously are invaluable. You can never put a price tag on memories. So the first thing that we decided to take advantage of was something on Independence Day this year. We decided to fully immerse our children into what transpired in history to allow us to live freely and have the opportunity to live what we all call the American dream. Last year, we had the opportunity to attend a few field trips that were involving educational historical events. One of them in particular was hosted by a volunteer nonprofit group who happens to also perform Revolutionary War and Civil War reenactments, not just in the state of Arizona, but across the entire nation. Both of my children, when we attended the first event that was hosted by that nonprofit group, they both mentioned that they would love to be able to volunteer for those types of events. As soon as I heard that, of course, I my mom ears were on, my homeschool mom ears were open, and I started to research. And once I researched and I found out more information, I began to reach out to the key individuals within that organization. It wasn't long before we had then completed the volunteer orientation and we were all signed up for our very first event, which happened to be on the 4th of July. So it was a local event here in Arizona on the 4th of July. My husband was assigned to perform in the Revolutionary War reenactments as a Patriot militiaman. While my children and I, we studied to be the best historical family possible. It would honestly be an understatement to say that it was fun, but not only did we have a lot of fun and meet some wonderful people as well as a lot of other homeschoolers, we learned a lot. So my daughter found that she was very interested in how people in history used different types of vegetables and fruits and plants in their recipes and how they made things. And so she really took a deep dive into how things were made as far as edible things back when the Revolutionary War would have been happening. And so she learned a lot about that. And then she was able to disseminate her knowledge during the 4th of July event as people came through to the booths and tables and asked questions. My son, on the other hand, found that he was fascinated by the toys back then. And a lot of them, of course, were made out of wood. And so he was fascinated by the way they were made, by the way they worked, by what they were called, as well as how they are very similar to today's toys. And so once again, he learned a lot, but he had a lot of fun and he was able to share what he learned with those who were visiting the event. And so just just a lot of fun. And of course, American history is important for obvious reasons living in America. And so it was a very good experience and we plan to actually continue doing some of those same types of 
volunteer opportunities in the very near future. We decided after that that we would go ahead and plan a trip that would involve some of the earth science focus that we wanted to include in our summer. And we decided after talking, what better way to do that than visit a volcano? And not just any volcano, it needed to be a volcano that was, it could be dormant, but still needed some activity going on. We didn't want to go visit empty lava tubes or a barren cone cylinder. We wanted to see something that still had enough activity to be interesting and educational. Now, the first thing that comes into a lot of folks' minds when we say volcano in the United States is everyone thinks Hawaii. What a lot of people don't realize is that the world is very volcanic and because of that America is very volcanic and so you can go all over the nation and find a lot of parks that have volcanoes that are currently active or they're dormant but they still have activity going on underneath of them and so one of those that we knew about was Lassen Volcanic National Park now I know that national park very well, mainly because I grew up not far from there. And so I visited very often growing up. My husband and I actually met as camp counselors at a youth camp near there. And so we have gone on many hikes in and around Lassen National Park. To say that our kids were amazed, again, would be an understatement because they really didn't know what to expect. Our son was afraid that if we visited a volcano that had some form of activity that it might erupt while he was there and so he kept saying that he was just not going to get on the plane and go with us. Our daughter on the other hand she just wanted to see it because she was like I've seen pictures in books I've read about this, but this is really real. I can't believe this. And so she just wanted to see it. Our son, like I said, was very apprehensive, um, borderline afraid. And so it took a lot to talk him into jetting off to Northern California and going to Lassa National Park. So when we got there and our children saw firsthand the sulfur flowing and bubbling up from under the ground and then of course natural lakes that are just too pristine to even swim in rock formations which obviously is a very volcanic process were everywhere and they got to learn all about you know sedimentary and metamorphic rocks and even igneous and so they were just like wow this is amazing because once again you can read about something in a book you can see pictures of something but it really takes on a completely different definition when you see it in person another awesome thing about Mount Lassen and this is the case for a lot of different volcanic parks but it's the fact that snow does not completely melt from Lassen Volcanic National Park until right around mid-August usually. So both of my children thought it was just the coolest thing to be able to play in the snow in late July. So that alone, again, was an educational moment for them to learn about elevation 
and about the type of soil and minerals in the area that actually keep that snow there for so late in the summer season. Mount Lassen also just I'd like to throw this in there they have a wonderful visitor center and it's obviously very educational so it just adds to the entire experience. So as a homeschooler if you are looking for a very fun and educational place to visit I 100% recommend Lassen Volcanic National Park especially if you are near the west coast of the United States it is amazing and again it's in the um, northern California area. We also traveled to Oregon this summer. We have friends who live in southern Oregon and so we like to visit them each summer anyways and so this summer we utilized some of our time while we were there to go to the Oregon Caves which are in Cave Junction, Oregon. Those were amazing. I had never visited them, even though I have been to Southern Oregon a lot in my lifetime. I had never gone to them, so they were just amazing. And they really gave the kids an in-depth look at how the gold rush formed the West Coast as we know it, and how the cave systems had a, had a huge impact on that. Of course, we wanted to throw in some additional American history, and so we actually visited Astoria, Oregon, which is the very, very, very far north part of Oregon. It's on the coast of Oregon. When I say far north, it is the last city on the coast of Oregon. It is at the very top of the state, and so it is on the banks of the Columbia River and on the other side of the Columbia River is Washington. And so we actually stayed at a vacation home in Long Beach, Washington, which was on the other side of the Columbia River and happens to be the longest beach in the world. And so that was fun. But our real point of interest was Astoria, Oregon. That's because Astoria was the first permanent American settlement west of the Rocky Mountains. So to say that it's historical, once again, another understatement because it is so full of historical historical value. That along with the fact, of course, that it's right along the banks of the Columbia River and the Columbia River meets the Pacific Ocean right there in that area. It just makes it a wonderful place to enjoy the history and as well as the breathtaking scenery. I can tell you, as I was hiking with my friend and her children, and and my kids were with me, we were hiking one of the Lewis and Clark trails, and we just were just amazed by, you know, the views and the things we could see. We were also amazed by how long the trail was. We didn't quite prepare for that, but we had a lot of fun, and we also learned as we went along. So again, just another fun place if you're looking for something fun and educational to see. One thing I learned, though, out of all of these adventures and fun times during the summer is that when you are using adventures to educate and learn, it all happens very naturally when you visit places that are just dripping with the context you are looking for. 
you yes you're checking off you know boxes for your homeschool and you get to dive deeper into some things that you may have not even thought of until you got to a certain place um but at the same time memories are made together and even as a parent you're learning and so that's what i learned this summer is that it all happens very naturally when you select places that are just dripping with education and and a sense of adventure and so yes at the end of the day i can say that even i learned a thing or two this summer It has been wonderful spending some time with you today. And as always, if you have any questions, show ideas, or if you would just like to leave some feedback, please reach out. I love hearing from you all. Until next time, stay calm and be blessed.